Good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Lissette and I'm your host. Welcome to the broadcast. And today we continue in the book, Pray Without Seizing, A Believer's Guide to Effective Intercession by Apostle Stephen A. Garner. We are on the third section and it is, um, I believe, episode 12. Um, I, I may be wrong. It's either episode 12 or 13. I will have to look at that. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast. For those of you, this, uh, book has been a blessing to my life. It's challenged me to pray more effectively, scripturally. And I believe that it'll definitely bless your life. For those of you that are interested in going deeper in your prayer, walk in your prayer life and the mandate that God has for you. And to have more of an effective prayer, um, go back and listen to the last broadcast from the beginning um, on this book. It'll bless your life. It has definitely blessed my life. Uh, and I ask that you share Share the broadcast. There's somebody that really needs to have uh, the message of hope and actually giving them tools on how to pray more effectively. Amen. So thank you once again. I'm honored, I'm honored and I thank you that you would tune in, honestly. So um, today we continue in this manual, in this book. and. Um, we are starting with this. The title is Prayers That Deliver from Enemy Capacity. I mean, Captivity. I'm going to say it again. Prayers That Deliver from Enemy cap Captivity. Um, before I get go any further, if you'd like to purchase the book, you can purchase it on Amazon. Uh, you can purchase it on Kindle and sagministries.com. Um, and before we uh, continue, I'd like to pray. Amen. So here we go. Um, looking up a scripture verse that I want to pray. And it is John 10, 10, 11, King's James Version. The thief come, cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Father God, your word says that you give life and life in abundance. And that you are the good shepherd to your sheep. Father, your word says that with deliverance, with life comes deliverance, Father. So right now, I declare and decree that your life brings deliverance upon your people. Deliverance from their past. Deliverance from condemnation. Deliverance from hopelessness. Deliverance that... um. It keeps people in a hiding place, Father God. You deliver your people from, from um, 
evil and from destruction and you bring them into a hiding place, Father God. For your deliverance, Father, is a protection, a wall of protection upon your people, Father God, because you're the good shepherd and the good shepherd brings life and life in abundance to his sheep, Father God. So I thank you, Father God, for this life that you bring to the fullest, Father God. You deliver your people and keep them free from bondage, Father God. You deliver them from slavery mindsets, from yokes of bondage, from trouble, Father God, of, of past issues. Father God, your um, life brings deliverance and gives them wisdom, wisdom to operate in righteousness, wisdom to operate with integrity, wisdom that gives them a creativeness for their future. Father God, your deliverance brings wisdom. Father God, I thank you, Father God, for your word and that your word brings life in abundance. In the name of Jesus, I thank you in advance. I give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Prayers that deliver from enemy captivity. Acts 12.5. It says, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. See this this here scripture prayer kept him from staying in prison amen as a result of prayer this verse is the prelude prelude to one of the greatest new testament miraculous deliverances king harold had apostle james murdered and this Heinous act brought pleasure to the God-haters of the region. Peter was then placed in prison by Herod's order. order. Peter represented a kingdom-advancing movement destined to release present truth forth in the earth. Yet King Herod represented the ter territorial strongman bent on denying God's access to the region. In the natural realm, there was great famine in the land and mount mounting political pressure because of the de deprivation of the people. The believers of this prayer movement, which began several years prior in Jerusalem, had received a prayer impartation. They knew how to intercede. Their prayers prevailed against the territorial strongman and caused the righteous of God to break forth in the land. There are several things to note from this encounter. First, jot these down. Peter was in a different location under the watch of soldiers. Second, secondly, the saints who were praying were located on the opposite side of the city. This reveals a truth 
that there is no distance too great or prison too strong to hinder or limit passion-driven intercession from seeing the will of God done in the kingdom, in his kingdom established. There are, are there prayers caused a powerful angel to come forth and break P Peter free, allowing him to physically appear at the place where the prayers were being made. Prayers release angels from heaven to um, stand in the gap, to go before and to um, prevail in our prayers. Amen. This same angel of deliverance, there we go, prayers send angels of deliverance, also renders God's judgment. I'm going to read it again. This same angel of deliverance also rendered God's judgment upon King Herod, Herod striking him to causing instant death. This is reality that we must contend for in our day. The type of faith in prayer that declares instant destruction upon the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. For with God, nothing, nothing is impossible to those who believe. That is scriptural. Nothing is impossible for those who believe. Hallelujah. And we are going to pray this. I want you to come in agreement. Jot this down as a note and uh, believe it and jot down the scriptures. Father, we declare your judgment comes on the, the Herods, wicked kings of our day, seeking to incarcerate the apostolic thrust coming forth in the earth. As the early church prays with, without ceasing for the apostle, for apostle Paul, uh, Peter, I'm sorry. So we pray for our apostolic leaders today, right in this section, name your leaders, name your churches, put it in the, in, in your notes, the leaders, apostle, uh, Gardner, Rivers. Name the churches, rivers of living water in the name of Jesus. Let angels of deliverance be released into their regions to help break them through in the name of Jesus. We command iron gates to open and their own accord upon them. Let your favor defend them. According to Psalms 512, we declare this in Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going to continue on the next section. Prayers for addressing spiritual strongholds. And let me end um, with the last section. Jot down those that um, prayer that we spoke intercede for your leaders, intercede for your apostles, intercede for your prophets, intercede for your churches. Come on, let's come in agreement for our um, leaders and intercede for breakthrough to happen, to manifest, to come forth in the name of Jesus. Let me continue. 
with the next section. Prayers for addressing spiritual strongholds. And it came to pass as we went to prayer as a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. This is Acts 16, 16. Divination, witchcraft. Know it. It exists. It's happening. But we, as the kingdom of God, can come together against it. Amen. This encounter with the spirit of divination is a learning lesson with all prayer warriors, intercessors, and watchmen should heed. There are certain demons that position themselves to attack us prior to praying. Pride, heaviness, oppression, fatigue, confusion, and witchcraft are some of the most common demons that will attempt to debtor your to debtor you from your assignment. Divination, as in this case, was the spirit that followed the apostle for many days and caused them to be grieved in their spirits before it was accurately discerned. So they were bothered by her following them and calling out what they were doing in the town. I'm paraphrasing the scripture. And they were bothered by her, but they didn't discern that she was actually operating in divination until a few days later. And then they decided to come against it. It says here in, in the word that I'm reading, the diviners of Apostle Paul's day were connected with the occult of Apollo, which is witchcraft. It's a form of witchcraft. The word divination came from the Greek word puthon, found in strong keys 4436, which is puthon, P-O-O-T-O-N-E. Let me say it again, P-O-O-T-H-O-N-E, where we get the English word python. This ancient Greek python was a spirit that guarded the article of Del Delphi. Let me say it again. The ancient Greek python was a spirit that guarded the article, article of Delphi. It's D-E-L-P-H-I. A python is a large snake that kills its prey by squeezing them to death and then swallowing them whole. The manifestation of this spirit against an intercessor is the same. Their gifts and abilities to advance in prayer are cut off. And before long, the cares of life and ministry devour them. Praise and worship helps to saturate the atmosphere of prayer gatherings and render python ineffective so we must praise and worship the lord this pushes us forward to breakthrough in the name of jesus this is a cultural uh, i'm sorry a crucial 
component to breaking the spirit of divination against a prayer gathering. Praying in tongues has also proven to be highly effective in delivering with the spirit of divination. It is important that you pray in tongues as well. As well, When we pray in tongues, our infirmities, weaknesses are exposed and the spirit of God helps us overcome them according to Romans 8, 26. And I'm going to read that scripture to you. Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray as we ought, but the spirit itself make it intercession for us with groaning, which cannot be uttered. The spirit of God intercedes on our behalf. Hallelujah. When we pray in tongues, the spirit of divination will hinder sometimes limits. Let me write, read this again. The spirit of divination will hinder and sometimes limit those who war against it. But God is faithful to deliver. Acts 16, 23, 24. Look up the scripture. Jot it down. Make sure you put it in your notes. It, I'm reading the King James Version, and it says, And when they had laid many strikes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. 24, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Today, it says in the writings here, this is the enemy's objective. He would like to neutralize us in prayer by confining us to prison cells in the spirit. As stated previously, praise and worship are highly effective in breaking the spirit of Python. We read of them stinging singing praises let me read we read of them singing praises praying at the midnight hour and the father sending an earthquake to release them and destroy the foundation of the prison this is acts 16 25 26 please i recommend that you jot this down and be sure that you um, look it up yourself later on. Uh, Acts 16, 25, 26. And at the midnight, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, and suddenly, and suddenly, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundation of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone's bands were loosed. Suddenly, God did this. Hallelujah. Praying is very effective. Now let's end in prayer. Everyone, come in agreement. Each, either jot down these notes. Or pray them with me. Father, we ask you to release yourself as the Lord of hosts, the Lord of Sabaoth, and commander of the Lord Lord's army against the spirit of divination. Open up your armory upon us 
and put weapons in our midst to to undo the works of the spirit of Python. And I decree, and I decree, and I decree the fire of God upon the fire of God come upon every Python spirit assigned against my prayer life and the corporate mandate you've given. You've given to me and the, my local church. I decree that the Python will not be able to wrap himself around my congregation and devour it in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Until the next segment, I will see you soon.